You're listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number eight. Well, hey there, Amy here. How you doing? So at the time of this recording, we are in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. So I want to start off today's podcast with a special thank you to all the healthcare workers out there who are really putting themselves in harm's way, along with all the first responders that are still out there working. And then all the restaurant workers that are providing takeout food and delivery, all the grocery store workers, the delivery drivers like UPS and FedEx, and all the people still showing up to work at banks, all those essential services. So I know that those of us who are able to actually stay at home we actually are very fortunate right now. And I really want to put a special shout out to my little sister, Angela. She is a family practice physician. And this week, she's volunteering at a respiratory clinic. So I really hope the PPE shortages are addressed and resolved in just the next few days. Because this coronavirus clearly is highly contagious. I also hope that as a listener, you're feeling just fine. If you are under the weather, I hope whatever it is that you have, it's a really mild case and that you feel better soon. All that being said, I know that this is probably also a pretty stressful time for folks. So I really want to focus today's podcast on healthy ways to manage our stress, which reminds me of laughter is the best medicine, which was a regular part of Reader's Digest for those of you who are old enough to remember that. So I was trying to think about what I could share that's on the lighter side. And I did find a funny post that's making the rounds on Facebook. It's your quarantine nickname. So let's see. Your quarantine nickname is how you feel right now, plus the last thing you ate out of the cupboard. So the person who posted this said, you can call me angry chili mango. And when I looked through the feed, I thought uh, tipsy butterfish was a pretty good one. So... I guess it could also double as her stripper name. (laughs) Anyway, given what's going on right now, there's clearly a lot of fear and uncertainty, not just about our health and those of our loved ones, but also the economy and potentially your own financial situation. We've also are missing our normal routine. So there's a need for some more structure. And all of this combined clearly 
can lead to a lot of stress and anxiety. So one of the things that I want to remind you here, as far as your health goes, for a strong immune system, we want to stay hydrated. We want to get enough sleep. We want to get our exercise in. We want to eat lots of fruits and veggies. So that means getting your vitamin C and your minerals like zinc and all the antioxidants that are part of those fruits and vegetables, right? All the colors of the rainbow. And then it's really, really important to manage your stress levels. So obviously, I've been talking about a very interesting time that we're going through right now. But what I'm going to get into now really is something that Well, if you stress eat normally, this is just exacerbating the situation. And this particular coping mechanism or strategy has become a habit. It's just a habit. So we're going to employ some techniques that are part of forming new habits and find different ways to manage our stress that don't involve food or alcohol or anything else that actually isn't about solving the underlying problem. So the next time that you're feeling stressed, I want you to hit the pause button. And then what I want you to do is start journaling. Figure out what the cue is. So right now, maybe the cue is, the daily press conference and what you're hearing. When that happens, I want you to also think about what your current routine is and then think about something that you can insert into that routine to disrupt the pattern. So it could be even practicing the learning cycle method So as part of journaling, you're observing your thoughts and you can spend some time thinking about how you're interpreting the situation and if there are better questions that you can be asking yourself that will then lead to emotions where you don't feel the need to comfort yourself. And in some cases, If you're working from home, it could just be that your kitchen is really well stocked now, and when you need a break, you're now rummaging through your pantry or your refrigerator looking for food to eat. (laughs) So the next time you're feeling stressed, especially in our current situation, One of the things I would definitely recommend is that you limit your consumption of news and social media. Obviously, it's important for us to stay informed. It just doesn't need to be constant. So maybe twice a day. All right. And then when you are feeling stressed, I want you to hit pause. So If you find yourself reaching for food 
that you weren't really planning on eating. And you check in with your body and you're really not hungry. If you hit pause and you start journaling, the first question I want you to ask is, what's the cue or trigger? So for this particular habit loop, we need to identify the emotion and then work our way back. So when you're feeling something, what happened right beforehand, it probably wasn't a time. It's probably a situation, probably something you heard. But we have to start by identifying the emotion. This is all about creating awareness so that we can make conscious choices. So I want you to ask yourself, are you bored? Are you angry? Are you upset, frustrated, feeling overwhelmed, wanting to go hide in a closet somewhere? you're working from home and you've got a house full of people whatever that trigger is if you can journal and write down what you're thinking just do stream of consciousness you can then take a look at what you're writing and observe your thoughts it's the same thing that meditation can often provide and then I want you to practice the learning cycle method. So you can take a look at what's going on with your thoughts and your interpretations and see if you can reframe what's going on to serve you better. I'm always looking for a better question to ask. And obviously, you may have a mix of emotions going on. So going through the learning cycle and applying the abundance principle may take a couple of iterations. You're going to need to tease out the different parts. So in managing stress, the other thing you may notice is that your breathing gets very shallow. If you find that to be the case, I want you to exhale all the way and then take a deep breath in through your nose. So this is the beginning of the relaxing breath, also known as the 478 breathing technique. So go ahead and look it up online. I'm not going to go through it here. I just want you to recognize when those things are happening so that you can pause and make some conscious decisions. So again, I'm focusing right now on stress eating, but it's really emotional eating that we're talking about. So by emotional eating, I mean that you're using food as a way to deal with your emotions So you're choosing to respond to emotion by eating. And that's a way to actually mood alter. So most likely, in reality, we're not dealing with whatever triggered the emotion to begin with. And 
we're not giving ourselves the chance to process through the emotion. So what we want to do is twofold. So first is to accept that how we're feeling is okay. And then to work our way into a state of abundance. So if you're not familiar with that, I need you to go back and listen to 50 Shades of Abundance, which was episode number three. So when it comes to managing stress, the other thing I really want you to do is focus on what you can control and then let go of the rest. So the things that you can control are your interpretations and to some extent, the thoughts. So those thoughts can pop into your head. And then if you're conscious, if you're aware of them, if you can examine them, it's like putting it out on the table to evaluate. Are these true? What is it that I'm looking at here? And not just go into autopilot and react. So we can control those interpretations and we can definitely control our responses. What we cannot control are the outcomes. I'm going to say that again. It's really important. We cannot control the outcomes. This applies to losing weight where you're trying to lose 50 pounds. You can't control that outcome. You control what you do every single day. All right. What you eat, how much you sleep to some extent. You can certainly create conditions to get better sleep. Whether or not you exercise, have you made it a priority? Have you made it non-negotiable? You can control those daily behaviors. And when you can accept things as they are and detach from whatever outcome it is that you desire, you'll find calm and you'll find peace. And right now, I know that's what a lot of folks actually need. If you're not one of those, (laughs) great. I'm really happy that that's the case for you. (laughs) But if stress eating or drinking is an issue for you, and it's not related to what's going on right now with this COVID-19 pandemic, these same techniques that I'm talking about here can definitely make a difference. So again, I want you to hit pause and journal and practice the learning cycle method or TLC method. Make sure that you're applying the abundance principle. And then I really want you to remember to focus on what you can control. So right now, if you're really struggling with what that means, try thinking about how you can be in service to others. And if you're looking for calm, 
Maybe you've just listened to a bunch of news or read a bunch of articles that have now got you worried or just put you in a state of scarcity where it's all about fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Then I want you to practice some gratitude. Why? Well, I'm going to quote Oprah Winfrey to answer that question. Being grateful all the time isn't easy, but it's when you least feel thankful that you are most in need of what gratitude can give you. Perspective. Gratitude can transform any situation. It alters your vibration, moving you from negative energy to positive. It's the quickest, easiest, most powerful way to affect change in your life. This I know for sure. As a matter of fact, this quote so inspired me that I have just launched the Gratitude Project. It is a 10-day practice where I share tips on how you can practice gratitude and other ways to create some healthy habits. It's just 10 days. It gives you a smattering of everything from nourishing your body to calming and focusing your mind to moving more and then connecting with others, which especially right now with all the social distancing going on. Actually, let's reframe that. With all the physical distancing going on, there's lots and lots of opportunities right now that we can use with technology to connect with other people. Now, if your love language is physical touch, especially if you have small kids, I can definitely understand why right now is a really difficult time. If that's what's going on with you right now, and you can recognize that, then we want to look for other ways to get that need met. It might be taking a warm bath. It could be expressing your love and affection in some other way. Remember again, there's five love languages, so you have four other ones to choose from. Or it could be what's going on in your mind. And if you can meditate on your joy, you might be able to bring some sense of relief and calm. All right. If you found today's episode useful, I would ask that you write a review so that other people can find it. It really does help with that algorithm. And one last thing, I have started a private Facebook group called Moxie Club Meetup. So go ahead, do a little search, send me a request to join the private group and let's connect. I really would love to hear from you. And I really do also believe that when you share what you've learned, you're helping a lot of other people, whether you know it or not. So in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about all things sleep related, how much sleep to get, how to create the conditions for it, 
why it's important, you might hear some surprising things. All right. I really want you to be able to wake up feeling well rested and thinking good thoughts so that you can start your day off on the best foot possible. So remember to sign up for the gratitude challenge and join the Moxie Club meetup. And I'll wrap up today's podcast with a quote from Jen Sincero, author of You Are a Badass. What you choose to focus on becomes your reality. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com. And sign up for my free three-day course. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens.